What's up, chat matters? We're here um, back again with another episode. Uh, we're with Amon today. Hey, what's up, guys? Sorry, I've been gone for the past, like, two episodes, right? Yeah, he's not sorry, though. Um, I'm just kidding. I am sorry. I uh, wish I could have been here. Uh, yeah, so we've been busy, but we're back uh, filming more episodes. Uh, so today we're going to be talking about an interesting epi- uh, interesting topic. It's about Elon's uh, Starlink. And if you didn't know what that was, um, Amani, you want to explain what Starlink is? So Starlink is basically like a constellation of like small satellites in, uh, orbiting the Earth, right? So obviously we have like big satellites, like one you can think of off the top of your head. It's, it is still considered a satellite, even though it's a telescope, it's a Hubble Space Telescope. You see it, it's a pretty big uh, satellite. Well, well, actually, Starlinks are very small. They're probably the size of maybe like a desk, right? Or like even bigger, I'm pretty sure. That's what I'm I've not heard, sure how, yes. because they have a new version two one that is a lot bigger than their old ones, but uh, because they're launching new satellites. But so these satellites basically are orbiting around the Earth, providing Wi Fi for people on Earth. Who have like their own Starlink uh, dish, like a like a TV, yeah, you know, like so the. It's, sorry, I started to cut you off, but it's basically helping people in remote locations have better connections. So, like, whenever we go camping, you usually have no service, right? And that's because you're in a remote location. There's not really good connection there. There's uh, you uh, due to the remote the remoteness of that location. But Starlink is different. You don't connect to. You know how you have those five G towers. That's how we get our signal. Instead, Starlink is a satellite in space, which connects to us. And then you have to have that Starlink satellite that gets that connection or internet. I, I'm not 100% sure, but that's I think that's how it works. So that's why they're trying to do it on cruise ships too, to get 5G internet or something like that. Be able to get fast speeds in very remote locations. Yeah, so with Starlink, right, uh, I'm pretty sure their goal was it to let like had the fastest Wi-Fi in the world, it was to make Wi-Fi accessible everywhere in the world. Yeah. Right. So I remember when uh, it first started rolling out, it was like people were reporting that it wasn't like super fast. It was like fifty uh, megabits per second. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is like it's decent enough for everything. Like you can work on, you can do work on it. You can play games. You can watch YouTube, you can do anything on it, right? But you may sometimes, like, have a little buffering time or something like that, right? Yes. But this 50, this 50 megabits per second is very, like, like a substantial increase in places, like, in the middle of the U.S., right, where it's very rural, there's not many, like, cities or anything. So these companies, like uh, Verizon and T-Mobile, Sprint, they're not putting their cell towers there because... They're not making the return on investment, right? Yeah. Because there's not as many people there. They do. They don't have the resource, or they they have the resources, but they don't see the the uh, like the economic gain of putting cell towers over there because they're not going to make uh, as much money off of it as if they were going to put it in New Jersey, right? Because in New Jersey, we're the heaviest densely populated state, so obviously they're going to have a lot of people tapping on their ta- or tapping off their towers. Mm-hmm. On Starlink, it goes all around the world. So you can have it in places where, um, in the mid in the Midwest, where people are getting like five megabits per second. That's a ten time increase that they're able to get on their Wi-Fi. And we've even seen other applications of Starlink, right? 
Remember, like, when uh, the war in Ukraine initially started, Elon Musk started sending um, free um, satellite, because you need to have a ground satellite, right? Yeah. That connects to the, to the satellites uh, uh, orbiting Earth. And he sent them over there for free, and people were plugging the satellites into their cars so they could run it off their car, and people would still be able to talk or have communication because... Russia was taking down cell phone towers and stuff like that. So people were like in the dark. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like a new innovative technology that's very helpful. Yeah. And uh, like that's crazy. The thing is, it's kind of crazy to think about uh, that the technology is expanding. Like you, a lot of news we're talking about is Elon Musk. And it just goes to show that, of course, Elon Musk is not the people, person behind it. But the companies and the innovations he's making is just making kind of like a really futuristic society we're able to like have a lot of stuff we're not able to have before and that's props to his like engineers and everyone on the team of um i don't know what uh i think starlink is a separate company right no it's it's part of spacex it's part of spacex okay so yeah yeah no it's it's crazy and like uh like thinking like i remember when i used to go camping i used to have like literally like I forgot how it is, but it's that SOS internet. So that's basically like only you can only use internet if for like nine one one dials, which is kind of like sucks because sometimes yeah it's good to like get off, but sometimes you need to like check your emails, right? Let's just say you're working a job and like you're in a remote location, and maybe you're in case you're in an emergency. Like what you're gonna do if you have no service, right? So it's good to have this stuff. If you're, like, an avid camper, and also, like, for example, cruise ships. I heard Royal Caribbean will start putting Starlinks on their ship so they get yeah. the fastest internet. I, that's what I've heard they're doing. Yeah, so definitely Royal Caribbean is probably going to put a couple of the Starlink satellites across their, like, a single cruise and across their whole fleet of cruise ships. Because when you're at sea, you they have Wi-Fi on the ships, but it's very slow. It's mainly just uh, they have, like, their own proprietary, like, text messaging system on the cruise ships usually that's uh the last cruise i was on that's how it worked you connect to the cruise wi-fi and you would only be able to text like through the their cruise app like to yeah. other people and of course they have wi-fi like but the wi-fi is really like from experience when i go on like cruises the wi-fi is not really the best really oh uh, yeah so it's not really that good for like internet connection, you know, it's not good to get emails done or anything like work specific. I think the most you can really do is browse the internet. Sometimes it's like really hard to get some emails done, you know? So like be able to have that, especially for people that work on cruise ships, right? Having that connection to be able to FaceTime um, or have those like new capabilities, like those little impacts can make a big difference, you know? Yeah. So I know we were just, we were just talking about a bunch of like how like Starlink can help, but like, we're not even thinking, uh, but we haven't even talked about like wh- how it can like hurt us. Two P is they're planning on putting thousands of these Starlink satellites into space, and one like concern that a lot of people have is like, are we locking ourselves on Earth because we're putting th- these many satellites in space? Because the more and more satellites that are in space, we have to worry about once we start launching rockets out into space. Because when we go to the moon or Mars or any of these other places. We have to see, we have to like calculate the exact time where uh, and what placement to uh, shoot these rockets up into space because you can't have a, a satellite crashing into your rocket or you cr- you hitting a satellite because there's people on board these rockets. You don't want um, 
them to die and stuff. And then also there have been like other like um, things where scientists have already noticed when they're trying to use ground-based telescopes that sometimes they see the glare of these telescopes, or I mean of these satellites, Starlink satellites up in a space. Oh, that's interesting. Wait, so wait, how big are these satellites? I, I didn't do that much research on this. I just thought they're it not was... like huge, right? Yeah, but they're they're not like they're not like they're not like the size of a like a like a really small. They're probably I would say like I don't know maybe the size of like a mattress. I don't know, not like wow. Like, okay. I don't even know. I don't know. Let me actually search this up. Let me search it up too. Um, but so with this, we're obviously oh okay. Thinking... I see how it is. It's like a yeah. It kind of, it's it's not the thickness of a mattress, but it's like the length of a mattress. But like yeah. Seeing this, yeah, it, it it could cause lots of interference because I saw like I just saw an image and there's lines of lines of, uh, these uh these satellites. Yeah, and also right, we've seen like an increase since of the increased number of satellites in space, we've seen like satellite collisions, right, where two yeah. satellites are orbiting and then they collide, like. It, and it might not even be a satellite that's still used. It it, it could be like old U.S. or uh, Soviet uh, satellites that were sent over 50 years ago, right? But they're still up in space and they haven't deorbited yet. And they crash into another satellite, creating so much space debris, which is dangerous for people traveling in space, people on the International Space Station. So actually, Elon Musk and SpaceX have counteracted this. So they're foldables. The satellites fold, right, to open up their uh, solar panels, right? Okay. So how they've counteracted it is just, like, another measure is that if they can, like, detect uh, objects moving close to it, the satellite will fold back down and close its solar panels so it won't create more space debris. Oh, that's interesting. So it can just prevent kind of, like... Oh, oh, oh. More space debris. Okay. But the thing is, like... How much, the thing is like, it's, it's a cool thing, but this is going to be really pricey too. Cause I can, I can see this, like, I don't know, like, I don't know how space fear works. Like what's the regulation on sending these satellites? Does he have to get approval by the government every time he sends a satellite up there? Yeah, I'm pretty sure not like every single time. Right. But I, I'm pretty sure it's like they, I think it's the FF, the FAA or something. I don't know. Okay. Something like that. Some association like that where they have to say we're going to be launching this many satellites total right and they get a approval on that many satellites and and um then they set they send them up in portions because they can't send up a thousand satellites at once because it's too much money and too big of a rocket to do that so they have to send them in batches okay i know i was mentioning i know i was mentioning earlier like so many satellites being into space SpaceX has a constellation of satellites, but there are other companies that are trying to get into this space Wi-Fi market, right? So yeah. they're going to be sending up their own constellations of satellites too. So we're going to have like three companies with like thousands of satellites in space, and like, like that that could have like long-term ramifications. Yeah, and the thing that's crazy is the like I was just curious, not curious, but like. What is the cost? So, like, is he actually making a profit? Because this sounds pricey, and I don't know how much are people paying for Starlink. Because I, I would assume the re- the normal consumer won't pay like hundreds of thousands of dollars for a Starlink. I heard it's cheaper than that. But like, how is he making? Yeah. This- so actually, uh, like from my most recent knowledge, 
I'm pretty sure they're losing money on it. But the thing is, they have to lose money first before it can become profitable. Yeah. Because the because you have to sell the the satellites that they sell to people to like install them in their house, so it it go it like connects with the ones in space, right? I'm pretty sure they're losing them. They're losing money every time they sell those because it costs too much to be like realistic for someone to buy it. But they need people to buy buy the satellite at a loss, and then. Oh, I see what you're saying. It's like the economics. So they, they, the, the mission, at the beginning of it, they just started it. All this machinery costs a lot of money. But once they they start selling a lot of units of this, because there's no limit or cap, because everyone can have a Starlink, right? Yeah. So they can make a lot more money by selling units. So after it gets really popular, I see what you're saying. Yeah, and on top of that, once they sell the unit, right? No one's gonna be like, oh, I'm not gonna pay for Starlink anymore because it's still a subscription service, like. Your Wi-Fi, you pay a Wi-Fi bill every month, right? Yes. So they're making money on those Wi-Fi bills, and it's just going to become more and more profitable as more people start to subscribe. And the thing about the Wi-Fi bills is that they can. There's no. They're the only Starlink is so far the only company that's in outer space, right? With have with all these satellites. So technically, they have the cap to the market. They're kind of like the monopoly to this. So they can choose their own price. Yeah. That is true. I am like pretty sure. Uh, I don't want to like say anything definite, but I'm like almost certain that these are the only like Wi-Fi satellites. Like I would suppose, I would suppose it is because he probably got, Elon is smart. He probably I don't know if you can get a pan pat, patent for this or not, but so he can get a patent on his specific one, right? Okay. But other people can definitely put their own constellations up into space. But they can't be exactly like Starlinks, you know what I mean? Okay, okay. I see what you mean. It's like how Samsung and Apple both have like very uh, like smartphones, but they're very different, you know? Yeah, okay. I see what you mean. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's like really interesting. Uh, other than that, that's all I really want to talk about. Uh, I want to see like future news about Starlinks and where it goes. You want to add anything before we end off, Mon, or? No, I... I... I think this is a very like interesting new technology. It's been out for a couple years, but it's still newer. Not everyone knows about it. It started but like ga- it started gaining publicity recently, like with going on more commercial places. Yeah, I think it's a very interesting piece of technology, but it obviously could have some like ramifications down the end if we're not careful. How many companies were allowing to send up these satellites, and how many satellites were being allowed to be sent up because. The more satellites, more chance of collisions with people, other satellites, creating more space debris, making it more dangerous to just go up into space, right? So we definitely have to be careful of, like, who we let and how we let people uh, send satellites up into space. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So other than that, that's really what we wanted to talk about today, Chat Matters. So thank you for watching the episode. If you have, um, If you have any future topics you want to talk about, Let us know. Uh, Other than that, see you guys in the next episode.